Well, Jane is playing the part of Marie the maid in the charity play. To appease her for the small role, they've told her she can understudy the leading part of Mrs. Weatherby, being played by Irene Lewis. Jane is heartbroken over the small part, but has decided to make the best of it. This episode takes place the following morning in several scenes. The Ace's bungalow, Mr. Ace's office, and then to the rehearsal hall. But first to the bungalow where Jane is studying her one line. Listen. The phone, madame. The phone, madame. Madam, the phone. It's the phone. No, that doesn't sound right either. Can you call me, no, Laura, I wasn't calling you. I'm rehearsing. Please don't bother me. Yes, ma'am, but I could have sworn you was calling me. Oh, uh, Laura, wait a minute. How would you say this? The phone, madame. Say pardon me? Uh, call me to the phone. Did it ring me? No, it didn't ring. Oh, well, I couldn't fool you, ma'am. You're not fooling. Look, Laura, I'm playing a part in this play. The part is Marie. She has to come out and tell Mrs. Weatherby that the phone's ringing. See? Yes, ma'am. Now, you're a maid. How would you act it? Well, you see, ma'am, I'm more on housekeeping and cooking than oh, I am. all right. You're a big help me. Oh, I know what. All right, Laura, you can go. But if you hear the phone ring, you come in and answer it, because I'm busy studying my part. Yes, ma'am. I'll leave this door open so I can hear it from the kitchen. All right. Hello, who is this? Oh, hello, Betty. I didn't know you started back to work at the office. Oh, this morning? Well, how are you? That's good. What? Oh, so-and-so. I'm busy rehearsing my part for a play. Oh, that reminds me. Let me talk to your uncle, please. Yes. Hello, dear. Listen, I want... What? I am going to the rehearsal as soon as I study my part. Look, dear, I want you to do something for me. I want to see how a real maid would answer the phone and then tell me it's the phone. You see what I mean? No. Well, are you listening? Oh, busy nothing. Listen, I want you to call me up here, and Laura's going to answer the phone. Yes, Jane, but I'm very busy. Betty just got back to work this morning, and I've got so many letters to answer here that... Oh, all right. Well, you don't mind if I finish the letter I'm on, do you? Well, thanks. That's mighty white of you. Yes, Jane, I understand. Yes, yes. Goodbye. Isn't that awful? What is it, Uncle Ace? Oh, since your aunt became interested in the theater, my, my life isn't my own anymore. Is she really going to be in the play? Well, if you look quick, I think you'll be able to find her. What? Well, I gave her one line to do. It's a maid part. Oh, a maid? Yes, and she's studying Laura to get the real-life reaction. Oh, that's funny, Laura. Yeah, that's very funny. Uh, all I have to do now is drop everything and call her up so Laura can tell her there's a phone call for her. I haven't enough to do. Where were we? Um, the, the contract you forwarded. Oh, yes. The uh, contract you forwarded were not quite in keeping with our verbal agreement. And I would like... Mr. Ray? 
Why? Uh, yes, I'm Miss Grace. Oh, Miss Grace, I'm Mrs. Henry. I don't know if you remember me or not. I met uh, you some time ago at the country club. Oh, yes, yes, I think so. I think I met you with Miss and Mrs. Benson. You know them, of course. Well, only to say goodbye, do. Uh, what was the nature of your business, Mrs. Henry? Well, I won't take up but a minute of your time, Miss Grace. I can see you're busy. Yes, we are a little. Uh, what was it that you... Well, you see, I'm working on a charity drive, and I wonder if you'd be kind enough to take some tickets for a play we're putting on next month. A play? Yes. Uh, we're putting it on at the little theater, and I'd like to sell you some tickets. I know you'll spend the most enjoyable evening. Uh, ju- just a minute, Mrs. Henry. This play, is this for the hospital? Yes, that's it. The United Hospital Drive. A most worthy call. Uh, yes, I... yes. Well, I've already bought tickets for that. Oh, you have? Yes, I bought them a week ago. Four of them, in fact. Oh, I'm so sorry I'm late. Mm-hmm. I am, too. But you see, Mrs. Ace is involved in this thing herself, and she sold them to me. Oh, I didn't know. Yes, she was quite busy selling tickets, and now she's in the play. Oh, she is? Yeah. I'm going to be in, too, you know. No, I didn't know. Oh, yes, I'm going back to my first love, the stage. I'm quite enthused about yes, it. Yes, well, so is Mrs. Ace. In fact, she just called me a few minutes ago. Yes, to... she sold her lot of tickets for soon. Well, she sold me four, and she sold a friend of hers, too. I think she stopped selling tickets to devote her time to the play now. Oh, well, that's only six tickets. How about the other 44? Well, I don't know anything of, uh, of, uh, uh, what was that? Well, we've all pledged ourselves to sell uh, 50 tickets. That is, those of us that would be in the play. Those we don't sell, we have to pay for ourselves. Who has to, uh, what was that again? I pledged myself to sell 50. I sold about 10, and I'm really getting worried. They're three dollars a piece, you know, and I certainly can't afford to hand over any hundred and twenty dollars. Wait a minute. To... What, what, what do you mean? You mean all the women who are going to be in this play are financially responsible for fifty tickets? That's it, Mr. Ace. We all are. Oh, but not Mrs. Ace, I'm sure. Uh, I hope. She's no different from the rest of us. You say she's in the play? Yes, she is. Well, she certainly pledged herself to sell fifty tickets. Well, how do you mean pledged? She signed a card to that effect. She signed. Uh... Uh, Betty, take a letter. I mean, uh, get her on the phone. I'm sure, Mr. Ace. Well, she didn't say anything to me about this. Forty-four tickets, at three bucks a piece. Well, that's a uh, uh... At last. All right, Laura, the phone. Yes, ma'am. I was just going to answer it, ma'am. Well, hurry. I'm late for rehearsal now. Where have you been all this time? Hello. Yes, sir. Just a minute, please. It's the Mr. Ma'am. What? It's the Mr. Ma'am. It's the Mr. Ma'am. Uh, thank you, Laura. That's what I wanted to know. Just thank Miss Race and tell him I have to rush over for a rehearsal. Oh, wait, I'll talk to him. Hello, dear. Thank you very much. That's what I wanted to... Uh, what? Dear, yeah, I have no time to talk now. I'm late for rehearsal as it is. What tickets? I'm not selling tickets anymore. I told you the other day I'm working on the plan. Oh, goodbye, dear. I'm going to hang up. I'm late. See you at dinner. The time he picked out to want to talk. Half past ten, and I have to be there at half past ten. I'm off, Laura. I'll be home late to Well, well, Oh, she keeps on being in the place while I'm in the park for her, and now she's late. Well, Mr. Hansen, you'll pardon my pointing, but if you remember, I was against writing in that part. Yes, Mrs. Lewis, I know, but as director of this play, it's my business to keep everybody in a happy frame of mind. And since the ticket committee promised for a pie... Well, if you want to keep me in a happy frame of mind, you can tell Mrs. Ace to stop phoning me to find out how I feel every hour. (laughs) What, my dear? That's just what she's been doing, Elaine. Being understudy for my part, she hopes for the worst. Oh, really, Irene? I don't see anything funny. 
talking about it. Oh, she is a problem. I don't see how they let her get mixed up in it. Well, what could they do? They promised parts to all the girls to take themselves to sell 50 tickets. Yes, that sells tickets, but it makes my work twice as hard. Where is she? Why can't somebody phone her? I phoned the house. The girl said she left 15 minutes ago. Well, shall we start the rehearsal without her? The play is only a few weeks off, and I feel I need all the rehearsing I can get. Mrs. Weatherby is a very tough assignment, Mr. Hamden. I feel sure you'll be quite all right in it, Mrs. Weatherby. Well, thanks for your comfort, but well, I... Hello, everybody. Hello, Mrs. Williams. Hello, Mr. Hamden. You're late. Yes, I know. Oh, uh, hello, Mrs. Lewis. How are you feeling? I feel fine. Oh, you do. And I'll thank you to stop phoning me every look, hour. Now, ladies, I... we're late enough as it is. Mrs. Ace, when I call rehearsals for 10.30, I don't mean 11. What do you mean? I mean... What do I mean? I mean half past ten. You're half an hour late. Oh, I know, but I was working on my part, Mr. Hamden. Working on it? Yes, I was setting my maid at home. I wanted to see how she would say the line. And I think I've got it just right, Mr. Hamden. I hope so. We'll see in just a moment. All right. Places, please. Up on the stage, Mrs. Ace. Oh, all right. We're going to finish this first scene today and get it letter perfect. Uh, that's what I wanted to talk to you about, Mr. Hamden. Not now. You should get here early if you want to discuss anything. Uh, take it, Mrs. Lewis, the first speech. Sit down there. That's supposed to be your dressing table. You're gazing at yourself in the mirror. You read the lines almost to yourself. I understand. Quiet. Ready when you are. Go. Well, my pet, I hope you're satisfied with yourself. You've landed him, the catch of the season. What does it matter if he's heartbroken? What does it matter if his sister's set you dead? you found what you've been looking for, security. His castle will be your stronghold, and you are queen. Queen of all you survey. There is no turning away now. Well, Mrs. H., where are you? Yeah. Well, what's the matter? That's your cue. Come on in. What are you waiting for? Oh, I was hanging on my coat, and I didn't Give her the cue again, Mrs. Lewis. Now, are you ready, Mrs. H.? Yes, Mr. Hammond, I'm ready. I hope so. Okay, Mrs. Lewis, give her the cue. There is no turning away now. Well... Mrs. A. Oh, well, I was waiting for that long speech. It's kind of fast, wasn't it? Uh, now? Yes, now. Please, now. She's giving you your cue. Your cue is there is no turning away now. Give it to her. There is no turning away now. Um, it's the Mr. Man. What was that? It's the Mr. Man. The Mr. Man? No, the Mr. Man. Ma'am, like I'd say, yes, ma'am. Mrs. Ace, the line is the phone, madame. The phone, madame. Why can't you read that one snip? What is that bell ringing around here? I think it's that phone back there. Well, somebody answer, Mrs. Williams. Take it off the hook and leave it off. All right, I'll answer. Now, Mrs. Ace, will you please try that line again? Just read that one simple line. The phone, madame. Mr. Mr. I don't care about your maid. I want you to read the line as I wrote it. The phone, madam. Well, if you say so, Mr. Hamlet. I do say so. It's the phone call for Mr. Day. Oh, what in heaven's name? Oh, for me? Yes. That's very urgent, too. Oh, I wonder who it is. Take your time, Mrs. Ace. We have all day here. Well, thank you, Mr. Hamlet. Mrs. Lewis, we'll, we'll go on with the rehearsal. Thank heaven. He says the phone, madame, and I say thank you, Marie. Right. You lift up the phone. Go ahead. Hello, my love. Hello. Have you missed me? Yes, dear. Of course I'm lonesome, but then I'm used to being lonesome. Isn't it always the woman who pays? Yes, 
Oh, what a little comfort name without you near to share them with me. I sit here hour after hour, counting the minutes that you're away from me. Oh, you're talking through your head. Mrs. H., what are you doing back there? I can't go on with all that shouting. Jane's troubles really begin now, what with her part in the play and the realization that she must sell 50 tickets. We learn more about that when next we meet the Easy Aces.